Welcome to Journeys into Wonder. Join us to discover our remarkable universe. Today's episode, The Human Body. Let's take a journey into the human body. Everyone has a body. You have one. You're inside it now, listening to this program. You are using your senses to receive the sounds and your brain to understand the words. You might be using your posterior to sit on whilst listening, or your feet to stand on, or your elbow to lean with, and you are certainly using your heart and lungs to stay alive whilst you listen. The body is very useful. Without it, you would just be an essence, incorporeal, existing only in some notional sense, or even dead. The body, the body, the body, the body, the body, the body, the body. The human body is about 30% flesh and 65% water, like ham or an old-fashioned football. The remaining 5% is bone. The bones are hard and brittle and form the rigid structure on which the flaccid body hangs. The fingernails, toenails and hair are all made of very thin bone and the eyeballs are made of a soft form of bone called oculeps. Perhaps the most important single part of the body is the brain. The brain, the brain if the body the brain, were a television, the brain, the brain would be the remote control or the aerial. The brain is made of a soft pliant material which looks rather like cheese and is honeycombed with millions of small holes. Fitted snugly into each brain hole is a tiny black sphere of very dense bone called a neurote, about the size of a grain of sand. When the surrounding brain matter flexes, the neurote vibrates, and these vibrations in turn cause further flexing, which causes adjacent neurotes to vibrate, and so on, in a chain reaction. This process causes thinking, a common phenomenon. Thinking can happen at any time and may not be obvious. Sometimes when you appear to be doing nothing, you may be thinking. Whenever you think and whatever you think about, the thinking is caused by thousands of tiny but important neurotes vibrating within your mind. Using modern instruments, experts have directly observed and even recorded the patterns of vibration which occur when a subject thinks. Interestingly, such vibrations are not observed to occur when an individual is dreaming. Scientists have taken this observation as proof that the waking world is no more than a hallucination caused by the vibrating of inflamed brain tissue, and it is only when dreaming that we are in fact experiencing reality itself. As well as thinking or hallucinating, the brain directs the body's movements, everything from strong kicks to gentle clenching. When you wish to lift your leg, for instance, the brain vibrates at a specific frequency, causing a gland in the chin 
to release tiny yellow particles called reticules. These reticules travel through the arteries to the limb in question and there arouse the musculature leading to the movement. In this case, the lifting of the leg. The truly remarkable thing is that all of this happens in less than a second. On your evening stroll, the whole process will take place almost a thousand times. Think about that for a moment. Almost as important as the brain is the heart. The heart is a powerful muscle the size of a mango that pumps blood around the body's many tubes and bulbs. It is shaped like a fist or bald sock and is covered in a fine coating of hair which begins thickening after puberty and can resemble the coat of a spaniel by the time a person reaches the age of 60. The heart pumps rhythmically from first light until nightfall, sending blood flowing all around your body. Blood is a truly remarkable substance and is absolutely vital to remaining alive. Before it leaves the body and makes contact with the air, blood has a very thick treacle-like texture and its color is usually black, although this can vary from person to person. The blood of a very tall person is more of a navy blue, while Russian blood is actually green. Blood is composed mostly of millions of dark, dense particles called sanguiloids, which are suspended in a clear broth. The blood also contains trace amounts of other substances, such as iron, sand, and glass, as well as benign parasites like popfish and haemoglobins. The primary purpose of the blood is to keep the body pressurized and thereby stop it from collapsing. Losing blood can cause the body to wither like a popped balloon, leading to death and nausea, while too much blood can lead to obesity or feelings of tightness. With blood, as with all things in the body, balance is everything. The interface between your body and what you imagine to be the outside world is provided by the sense organs. Without them, you would just be a kind of living sack, silent and unaware. The body possesses over a hundred different senses, from old-fashioned ones like wonderment and wetness, to modern senses like time and phone calls. The fact that the so-called real world is nothing more than a phantasm concocted within the spongy and swollen tissues of our brain does not make the workings of our senses any less remarkable. The most important sense organs are called the qualiodes, and they are located in the fingers, elbows and bottom. Senses, 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 senses. Each qualiode is a minuscule canal running from a pore on the surface of the skin to a buried cluster of jelly-filled pockets. The qualiodes allow you to detect soft noises, ideas, temperature and events. Also vital are the spiracles, tiny valves in the neck which allow one to sense danger and release excess heat. The other primary sense organs are the eyes which detect light, the ears, 
which detects social situations and louder noises, and the nose, which picks up odours, nasty ones in the left nostril, and pleasing ones in the right. All of the many organs and substances within the body are cellular in structure, that is, they are each composed of millions or billions of tiny things called cells, which are themselves living organisms. In a sense, each cell is a kind of body, and within each of these miniature bodies, one may find smaller versions of the same structures our own bodies possess. A tiny heart pumping fluids around the cell, a minuscule skeleton supporting the cell structure, basic sense organs, even a primitive brain called a nucleus. Even more astonishingly, when one examines the nucleus of a cell with the most powerful instruments, one discovers that it is composed of millions of subcells, each one of which is also a tiny living organism with its own skeleton, heart, and brain. It is only the limited size of current microscopes that prevents us from confirming what many suspect, that the subcells are composed of sub-subcells, and so on ad infinitum. It is truly awesome to consider what great multitudes of tiny beings are engaged in ceaseless activity within your cells, which themselves toil ceaselessly within your parts and organs, which are in turn carrying out their marvellous functions, all to keep you alive. The human body is surely a thing of wonder. Join us next time for more Journeys into Wonder.